All right, welcome everyone to season two, episode 12 of the Dynasty Movement podcast. Uh, if you saw our announcement this afternoon, you probably thought we were going to have Nick back with us for a second guest appearance. Well, surprise, he's not coming. We have Demuse instead. So uh, we'll just give him the Nick-directed pod questions that you guys asked earlier. And uh, Demuse, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before we get started, even though you already have an episode one. Yeah, you know, uh, second, second time, you know, second time's a charm, you know, it's Nice to be here again, uh, finally talking about all the important stuff. Um, you know, I mean, I, I look, I'm super excited. I, I've seen the minutes. We've got one hour on the White Lotus season finale. We've got one hour on the Little Sims newest release. And, you know, we've got like, probably 10 minutes for Burn to uh, say what he wants to say. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be on the uh, obviously most important part here. So, yeah, I don't have much else to say, you know. I do bills. Bills do me. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it's happiness, it's depression, it's happiness, it's depression. They're good now, they'll lose this next week. We'll be fine. I mean, they beat the Lions, so we know that they're elite. <laughs> it's true. They beat the, uh, the number two quarterback in the NFC. Oh, God. I, I saw that question earlier, and I'm really not looking forward to being wrong about that one. I think he's right. <laughs> I hate, I hate that he's right. He's right. I hate it so he's, much. He's right. Oh, God. The NFC's terrible. All right. So, <laughs> now that we're, let's get into the topics a little bit. Uh, we yeah. have some football stuff. We have some uh, fantasy football-related uh, community stuff here. We have community questions, as always. Uh, it should be a nice little hour-and-a-half show or so. Um. So let's let's get started. It's fantasy playoff season. It's week one of the playoffs for everyone who knows what they're doing. Uh, that's a little jab at myself for last year. Um, but uh, how'd you guys do this year? How, how, how are your teams looking going into well, uh, week 15 here? I, uh, uh, in my main league, I squeaked into the playoffs. Not really squeaked, actually. I uh, had it locked up um, two weeks ago. Uh, but the, the seating was open to change and, uh, the seating did change. <laughs> I fell to the, to the fifth seed and things are a, a little desperate in that league as my starting quarterbacks, uh, it's super flex, uh, 12 team. My main starter is Josh Allen. So, you know, long live the bills. Uh, uh but my, great my shorts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but my QB two was Jimmy Garoppolo and oh, now, God. uh, now we are starting Andy Dalton with Matt Ryan uh, ready to heed the call of duty should anything happen. And, uh, you know, I went balls to the wall uh, this week by spending zero fab dollars on none other than Jeff Driscoll to start at tight end. <laughs> oh, no. But you know what? Those are the kind of moves that you got to do in the playoffs. You got to get real desperate and and really stupid with it. You know, if you're if you're a middling team, like like my my team is actually good. It just underperformed, which I'm sure is the amount of cope that everybody tells themselves. uh, I I would say that most teams are good. Well, not most, but like half teams in a typical league are actually pretty good. And it just comes down to how the season played out. 
Right. Yeah. My. The, I guess the point that I'm trying to illustrate here is that, like, you know, I'm in the playoffs, but my team isn't dominant. So I'm doing really stupid things like picking up Jeff Driscoll to start over Logan Thomas or Darren Waller, you know, just because, like, he has the potential to be, you know, Taysom Hill, but a little more QB than than tight end, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I guess I'm gonna have to get this out of the way because I'm a doofus. But I've been seeing people talking about Jeff Driscoll all week. I don't even know what team he plays for. I'm, I've got to go out and say this first and foremost. I'm a true dynasty movement member, and I didn't make the playoffs in any of my leagues. But I have a lot of draft picks, uh, so I just haven't really paid attention to this whole Jeff Driscollness. So, so what's, what's the deal with this? So I too was ig ignorant about uh the jeff driscoll effect <clears throat> as i am calling it uh because i actually did not watch that that much football this week uh but jeff driscoll apparently is spearheading a uh uh hybrid sort of innovative offense where they just switch off quarterbacks between davis mills and jeff driscoll and uh yahoo being the silly site that it is um, did not update their information for this season because apparently Jeff Driscoll uh, switched to tight end last year but then switched back to quarterback this year. And Yahoo's own internal policies mean they won't update his uh, um, position. His, his position uh, for the entire season. Like, Yahoo will not update it midseason. So Jeff Driscoll took uh, a decent amount of the snaps uh, last week at quarterback, um, but you can also slot him into the tight end position. And he was also getting a lot of red zone looks. Oh, and, uh, you know, <laughs> the, it like he, one of the, those the, years, the, huh? the prevailing yeah. <laughs> theory is that, you know, the Texans are playing the Chiefs this week, so they will be playing from behind. And Jeff Driscoll is going to get a decent amount of those uh, of those snaps. They they've said that they really like the offense switching off between him and Davis Mills. They think that there's been an up uh, uh, an uptick in oh. in the efficiency of the offense. So I like that. so Jeff Driscoll really like <laughs> I'm not even memeing when I say this, and and you could quote me on this. I mean, he had 11 points Jeff, last week. Right, Jeff. Jeff Driscoll may potentially have the greatest floor for the tight end position for anyone not named Travis Kelsey rest of season. Oh God. He might beat out Travis Kelsey if he's getting, if he ends up just taking the job. He's just not even like he, Jeff Driscoll is like, it's like the Houston Texans have decided that a former Bengals quarterback He's now their short yards rush, short yardage rusher. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's for what once it's just ridiculous. And the second thing is that when has a two quarterback when 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 has like an offensive coordinator ever said, "Yeah, we're going to commit to using two guys in the same time"? Ever sort of made you like giving you any hope that an offense is going to have any kind of success? Oh, what? have uh, I have Mark I introduced Jackson, Mark you Sanchez and Tim Tebow? Yeah. Have I introduced you to the uh, 2001 New Orleans Saints? No, I don't think so. I mean, well, I just did. Well, elaborate. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, just, don't just tell me this. I'm yeah, like 10 yeah, years yeah. old, man. 
You had J- Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. And oh, I said 2001. I... Oh, did I say 2001? Yeah, I'm like, uh... <laughs> okay, oh, all right. All right, well, we everybody simmer down. Uh, you have to understand that I don't always say what I mean, you know? And that's on you. That's just as much your failing as it is mine. Um, and why I'm constantly rallying against the spoken word as a form of communication. It's just too imprecise. Just type but, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that Jeff Driscoll is uh, is going to be the next Taysom Hill. I'm going to say that he's better. Oh, oh, God. All right. Oh. All right. Well, for your <laughs> sake, I hope you're right. When you get to the fantasy playoffs, you just need to, like, you need to get so stupid that you're flag planting Jeff freaking Driscoll. You know? How, how, how many, uh, like, failed former backup quarterbacks can you reasonably put into one offense? Like, can you have, like, Jeff Driscoll at tight end, Taysom Hill at running back? Uh, don't forget Logan Thomas, but he actually yeah, well, panned out as a Well, tight. yeah, he's on, he's on the computers. A while, but... Yeah, why, why don't we get uh, Terrell Pryor to come out of retirement, yeah. too? Yeah, I think we're just in the quarterback. Year. Year. <laughs> oh, God, I remember uh, there was a year when... Uh, maybe it might have been Terrell Pryor when the Bills signed him. Yeah, he was supposed to be like one of the answers of the wide receiver position. Terrell Pryor? I'm pretty sure they did sign him once. And I know the Jets always must have signed them. Don't lie to us. We know you were hyped. Oh, of course I was hyped. Are you kidding me? Yeah, everyone loves him. Yeah, that would be hyped. Come on, it's that, that one good year that he had was really good, though. Wasn't he like a – he was like a top-end wide receiver, too, right? I think he had like a 1,000 yards and noteworthy amount of touchdowns or something like that. Okay, I think I looked at someone. Oh, no, he was – oh, yeah, he was – yeah, his last – his last season was with the Bills. That's what I oh, congratulations on uh, ending a yeah. promising career. Wow. In 2013? Oh, no, no, that was passing, though. Um, I saw 1,700 yeah. yards. I was like, what the hell? Is I'm trying paper? to find these. His, like, yeah, where's stats at? Okay. Where, where's his receiving stats? Um, Terrell Pryor. In 2016, he had a 1,000-yard receiving season with Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. 2016. What? That's what I'm saying. Was, was thousand, oh, he only had four touchdowns. Okay, I lied. Oh, he, he, he started, too. if I remember correctly, he started that year like red hot. I think he had like a passing touchdown or two as well. Oh, he uh, did it? Well, you're but, oh, was, no, never mind. He played all the there, there was one game where, they, where the Browns got like really stupid with it because they had like Cody Kessler and somebody else at quarterback. I, I, I'm staring at the two. Some unnameable bum like they've done for the last 30 years. Exactly. I'm yeah. at the 2016 Pro Football Reference, and it is a, it is just name after name. Cody Kessler, Josh McCown, RG3, Kevin Hogan, and Charlie Clipboard. Kevin Hogan! Kevin Hogan was the dude that I was thinking of. Like they were, the Browns were down so bad then. Like they 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 switched between Cody Kessler and uh, and Kevin Hogan, and I was honestly, I was honestly so hyped for both of those quarterbacks. And then they finally found their answer with Baker, and so what do they do? They let him just waltz on over to the Rams and become a superhero. That's what they get. Yeah, it's what they get. That's what happens. I mean, to be fair, that has to be like one of the best uh, best football moments 
of the season. This year and, and and maybe of like the last couple. Like that I was a lot of fun. I was popping off uh in in the server live game chat was going crazy. I mean, I'm pretty mad about it. Not going to lie as a a fan of the team that has the Rams first round pick. But also I just feel like Baker just he got a real short end of the stick there, so I'm glad he uh, probably mm-hmm. did just enough where if he keeps going this the way he did last week, he might actually end up with a job next year. I He'll definitely end up with a job next year. Probably There's a, too many bad teams. Yeah, he'll probably end Starting up. for the Rams. Yeah, uh, he, he honestly might be the honestly, starter for the Rams next year. All the Stafford stuff, I mean, a little spinal contusion, I mean, he might not come back. Well, Stafford, I mean, even when he was with the Lions, and he had a year where, yeah, he had spine fractures, and, I mean, he's messed up both shoulders. I'm like, dude, this guy just gets beat up. And he's yeah. not young anymore. He's got to be, what, 35 anyway? Sounds like, yeah. Man, that's crazy. In my head, like, Stafford is, like, perpetually 24. Well, he was drafted <laughs> when he was 20. I think he was, like, the youngest quarterback that ever started the first uh, start that he had or something like that. That sounds about right. Something adjacent to that. Until uh, until Lamar took the crown. Well, Lamar's <laughs> just – he's so much fun. I can't wait for him to play for the Lions. All right. No. All right. As a backup uh, in 2037. Um, D- Muse, <laughs> did you make the uh, playoffs in any of your leagues? It's been a weird uh, – uh, this year's been a weird year. You know what I mean? I – I either so I had two two leagues in my main league where I just completely tanked, and in both those leagues I have a one I have a, the one point oh one, which has been pretty nice. And then in every other league I like I have like a good team on paper that completely crashed and burned out of the gate due to injury and has now just slightly made the playoffs as like a six seed. See, well, it's better to have the momentum going into the playoffs than to not. Yeah. Like, Steph and I had a uh, a team that we co-owned that went 2-7 and and then won 5 or so straight. Uh, And so it's just, you know, I mean, mean, we've been doing pretty well with the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, so... It sounds like you just really don't take the philosophy of the server to heart because you decided to make the playoffs. <laughs> the, I don't think it's necessarily the philosophy of the server so much as, as it is the philosophy of the game, of the sport. We eternally rebuild. It's what we do. The eternal rebuild. Or you just become the Eagles and you become so ridiculous that you break the league and then everyone just quits and starts a new one. <laughs> I, I've been guilty of doing that before. But, you know, I, I feel like that's a rite of passage, though, with Dynasty. Yeah. It's, it's like you're not really a Dynasty happen. player until, like, you know, you, 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 you rage quit a league. Or that, or you're the one doing the trade, where it's just like, yeah, well, I sent this, and they accepted it, and they probably shouldn't have, and I just got, like, Jonathan Taylor and... Cooper Cup for a single first or something like that. Some taco trade. There's a, there's always taco trades, especially in home leagues where it's just like, man, why am I even doing this anymore? Uh, I had one <laughs> uh, dude traded his twenty a tanking team traded his first round pick this year and Alec Pierce for KJ Osborne and a late twenty four first. That... Horrific. Why, 
<laughs> that, okay, but like and a trade that is the second overall pick in this draft. A trade that is like that bad. That yeah. is that's like so unbelievably terrible that like I wouldn't even want to be in a league <laughs> right? with somebody that's stupid. Like, have you have you ever met somebody so stupid where you just get angry? I mean, that's... we gave him a lot of shit for that one. Yeah, I but... would too. It's KJ. O... What has KJ Osborne shown that you're like, uh, yeah, I, I I'm gonna trade my pick for for that guy. I mean, he had like seven games last year where he scored more than ten points. Oh, that's that's sick, dude. Yeah. Uh, you, you, that th- that's gonna be the exact total that uh, Jeff Driscoll shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, the Eagles are just doing that, but in real life. Um, so I, I'd get that, but I mean, on that note, I'm just I'm gonna move on because I've lost my train of thought. I don't know about you guys. We've kind of been talking behind the scenes here a little bit, but I'm I don't know. Whatever. We don't make playoffs. It's just, we just don't do that. I just um, said I made the playoffs. No, no, you didn't. Stop <laughs> Speak for that. yourself. Stop doing that. You're not rebuilding is, if you have bad draft picks. This is an endless rebuild server. If you're exactly. not rebuilding, you're playing it wrong. Exactly. So it, I'm excited to have the first overall pick in a league so that I can, you know, get the mustard, and then he'll get injured, and then I'll just get the first overall pick next year. And, you know, circle of life. I mean, you know, we're, we're kind of at the point where looking ahead to next year's draft, we're, we're at the point in the cycle where we, we ask ourselves – is it even that good? This draft? Yes, this draft. Eh. Eh. Is it worth it? I'm starting to think that people who uh, bought in on 2022 might have uh, done okay. They might they have just, just done a little okay there. I, I would I would definitely say so. Maybe, um, maybe, uh, maybe people overreacted to how good this draft was. It's po- Yes. <laughs> Yes, I. Oh my goodness, that that amount of uh, what the hell? That amount of picks just posted in the live uh, live pod chat. That is a lot. Wow. Okay, was that is that Hugh? Is that boy Huge Hunter? Yeah, uh, that's Huge Hunter. How many picks is that in the first for this year? Uh, one, two, Seven. three, four, five. Yeah. Yeah, seven picks. So are you thinking about setting the time for the draft yourself and then just like you'll just do it when you feel like it? <laughs> <laughs> you can invite everyone else to round out the draft for you. Cause I mean that's he also he's also got four seconds and three thirds. That's an entire roster. It 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 has been I don't <laughs> like, know I don't know you what can, your guys' experience you can has cut been. your entire team and just draft and fill everyone else in with waiver pickups and probably be fine. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if you guys have experienced this in your leagues, but, like, it, it feels like people, uh, relative to most other years, have really gone all out with, uh, with like, tearing down their teams for, for rebuilds um, in a way that I haven't really seen before. Maybe that's he's just kind five, of the, the makeups of... He's got firsts of, in 24, too. Y- yeah, I, I mean, like... Are, Jesus, man. Like... Like it, it's truly stripping all the copper from the walls. Is is my my experience? Like people who are who aren't competing have just been tearing down their teams. Like you know, 
selling anything and everything. You know, you could you you might even be able to sell Jeff Driscoll for a fourth. Hey, that's a free fourth. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god, that's incredible. It is disgusting. That is absolutely <laughs> that just insane. completely derailed the order of topics that we were going on today. That's the most impressive I, I no listing words. of picks I've ever seen. That, that, that um, is just that is bust after bust after bust. I mean, it's just. <laughs> so the next topic here, it's a little thought experiment. Most people have traded them in the past already, but uh, I put a little caveat in here because originally the topic was who would you want today to carry you through the playoffs. But I like to add a little thing, which is at their current price, because there's some guys you can just throw it in a flex and they'll just exceed expectations. But it's like, like, oh, like Jeff still rather, yeah, but like, I'd still rather have like, you know, Stefan Diggs or whatever. And like, obviously, sure. Cool. Like, you know, Jeff like, other, okay. Other than Jeff Driscoll, because we really went in on Jeff Driscoll, like more than I thought we ever would on the podcast earlier. Um, it won't be the last. <laughs> I kind of hope it is, but <laughs> I'll I'll yeah, be who's, I'll be laughing here with my championship trophy and buying a fucking Jeff Driscoll jersey, okay? You know what? I I hope that you do. I wish Thank you the you. best of luck. Um but Yeah, but if if we're talking so about guys to to get you through the playoffs uh at their current price, um yeah. we we did yeah, Bug guessed it correctly out in the audience for us, but one of the guys that I'm highlighting who I've kind of been beating the drum of for the last couple weeks is Zonovan Knight. Bam! Uh, Zonovan Bam Knight. I think that his cost uh, his cost is being rightfully suppressed in, in some ways due to the fact that he was an undrafted free agent. Um, so there's obviously going to be question marks there and the fact that Brees Hall is coming back next year. But the Jets have a fantastic... Uh, playoff schedule and Zonovan has been passing the eye test. Uh, the really the only game that I uh, watched in full this last week was uh, uh, was Bills Jets and I I benched I benched Zonovan in uh, in every league that I have him, which I actually own him in every league that I'm <laughs> that I'm <laughs> playing in. And Zonovan looked great against like a. a pretty good bills he's defense good you know yeah he's a good player i i actually think that he is probably uh he's taken over the the handcuff role for the jets it seems like he's passed uh michael carter already i so, am going to go in a different direction here um instead of exciting rookie or jeff driscoll uh, i will say <laughs> jarek mckinnon yeah, that's that's a good one. He had nine targets one. last week. Obviously, he had a humongous week as the uh, weekly running back one. But uh, the next the next three games that the Chiefs have are against the Texans, the Seahawks, and the Broncos. None of which who seem to like to play too much defense. I mean, the Broncos in Week Seventeen is like a mediocre matchup. But... Yeah, but by that time, their spirit will be so beaten down <laughs> oh, and depleted that. Terrible. Uh, yeah. Brett Rippin I mean, is going to lead them back next week. And, you know, I mean, they're going to make a run at it. Yeah, I mean, a guy who's getting a minimum of at least 10 looks uh, on that offense who is mainly getting receiving yards and stuff like that, I think he could do a lot of work for someone who's probably just collecting dust on a lot of uh, rosters up until the two weeks ago. You're talking, you're talking McKinnon, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, not Brett Rippin. No, not Brett Rippin. But Brett Rippin has a fun stat where I don't think he's had a start where he has not thrown at least one pick. Uh, he came to Brock. He came to Denver um, Chiefs, and he threw a pick. You got to appreciate that consistency. You know, I don't think he's capable of not throwing a pick. Just to see uh, how right you are, and at least this year you're correct. Just, you guys can keep going. Or Actually, yeah, Demi is... Uh, uh, Who's your guy? Who's yeah, your guy? So I, I, Plant your flag. Uh, I, like, I, I, I just wrote down like three people. One of them was, in fact, Zon of the Night, just because the the absurdity that he... I mean, first of all, I, I think, you know, like as, as was already said, um, you know, under the free agent, so that probably sort of suppressed a bit. Uh, I think the Grease Hall factor really suppresses what they're going to have to pay for him. But at, at the same time, he has the number one easiest rushing schedule in the NFL for a starting running back, which is crazy for the for like the next three weeks. Uh, but looking at some other people, um, I, I had Tyler Lockett sort of think about people who are sort of you know past the hump. You're not going to, have to pay a ton for mostly because they are not going to do a ton in the future, maybe outside about 2023. Uh, and so Tyler Lockett, he's just going. He's on a complete tear. And uh, maybe one of the great modern PPR targets uh, in the NFL, in uh, Keenan Allen, who has now come back and would be, in, I mean, I would say he could, he could be a championship winner type of guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen's just the man. He always has been. He's, he's getting like, I, mean, I have to relook at it. But I mean, he got an insane amount of targets against Miami. Uh, in the last two weeks, he has 28 targets combined. Yeah, it, That's insane. It's 14 in yeah. both games. The the Chargers' offense is just so it it's so lacking in receiving weapons. Like Keenan, as long as Keenan is healthy, you know the sky is the limit with him. Really, they got no one else. Yeah, he's well. I mean, Mike Williams yeah. is fine. I'm basically. like. How far Mike Williams is He's falling. fine. I mean, he's not the guy that you want to be your number one guy, but I mean, he's still not a big No, 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 no. I mean, Josh Palmer is also, like, for your number three guy, and he's fine. I guess. What, 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 I mean, uh, all uh, roads uh, run through Austin Eckler in uh, Los Angeles anyway. Uh, but it, apparently, Keenan Allen has decided that that is wrong. So, <laughs> there, there's, there's some side avenues for you to yeah, go. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... There's always a service road next to the freeway. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, he's. I mean, it's just it, it's ridiculous. I mean, and I look, I, I, I've been, I've been right there with everyone else saying that he was, you know, that he, he was probably gone. I, I really, I mean, like at some point, he's what he's thirty something, thirty thirty one. He's thirty. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the fact that like he was injured basically looked like a bust for most of the season, and now coming back and looks like he's. One of the best, again, like one of the best PPR wide receivers in the league. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. Well, that's just the thing. I mean, obviously he's thirty, but it's never—he's never shown that he's like really regressed. And uh, in a position that he plays, I mean, slot possession yeah. guy. I mean, he should be able to do it slot. at least for like next year anyway, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think I, so. I don't I mean, see I why he should just disappear out of nowhere. No. Well, I mean, I, I think slot is the, uh, I mean, it, that, that is like the longest lasting, what was your position, isn't it? Right? 
Yeah, okay. I mean, even look at Cole Beasley. He's like what, like forty-seven, yeah. and he just came back to run in the. Yeah, he's going. Cool. He's going to start. He's uh, yeah, kicking he's... out of the McKenzie. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, he'll be. Uh, it's happening. I mean, hey, they got John Brown. They got Cole Beasley. We just need one more the game's shot. coming back together. <laughs> yep. Oh my god, this whole thing—it's bring back Gordon good. too. Bring back Gordon. Why not? Who else was? Who else was like bring back Kelvin Benjamin? Um, who else was on the twenty twenty Bills? Yeah, I have to think about this. Who else could oh, they bring back? Oh, they should just bring back like the uh, Lashawn McCoy running back. Lashawn all of them. Just get Marshawn Lynch back. Why not? Actually, no, I'm thinking 2019. Was, um, yeah, Marshawn Lynch. Joyke Bell, Fred Jackson. Robert Foster. It, yeah, it's like the whole, it's like all the same backfield. Oh, you can Legion. get Bobby Woods for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that would be a team. I mean, just the whole squad together. You have 30 receivers. <laughs> <laughs> We had to cut okay. our entire defense to make this work, but the, the squad's well, back well, together. I mean, yeah, hey, they, well, they don't have Von Miller anymore. Yeah, that's true. But they do have uh, 2019 Bills defensive star Shaq Lawson <laughs> back in a starting position. You gotta love it. Absolutely. <laughs> you do. I think you do. You do. You do. It's, it's just how it is. They have a ridiculous amount of people from 2019. It's great. I, I love it. I really do. Yes, I mean, the only thing you need to do now is cut, like, a bum like Shakir and then replace him with Robert Foster, and I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, God, no, please don't. I have way too much Shakir. Yeah, I do, too. He's, he, look, he, he's, the, uh, he's, he's the Zach Moss of the year. Don't. You will get up. Don't. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to move on. Uh, the next topic here, I kind of had as a spinoff, assuming that you guys uh, also missed the playoffs with me. Um, Are you built different? Yeah, yeah. so yeah, this fuck. is something that we could visit in a couple of weeks too. But I have it just sitting here, staring at me. Uh, so, like, how do you guys like to start your off season? Uh, there is no off season. I mean, i th- I think uh, I think there's, you know, it. You draw a chart, I think, and at the top of that chart, you know, you do the what's the name of those kind of charts with like the forking paths, you know, that are like, like you ask a question and then there's like a yes path and a no path, you know, and, and you kind of do decisions that way. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. it's like a so, it looks like a tree kind of deal. Decision tree. That's right. That's right. Wow. Thank you. Uh, You're smarter than we. So 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 now now that we're we're in the postseason, I think that you need to plant the seed of your decision tree, and at the very top, uh, the way that I think everybody should approach the off season is ask yourself this question: Do I own the one hundred and one? What do you guys think? I do. I mean, one of my uh, you. Yeah. So if if you own the 101, then you draft Bijan. Of course. Yeah. If you don't, then you you have a whole lot of other decisions that you got to make. You know. Yeah, but I don't I don't know what those decisions are. 
I'm not. Okay. I mean, not, I'm not bright enough to like keep drawing new branches. I mean, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't like me personally. <laughs> on a on a serious note, is uh, I really don't keep up with college ball like at all. So I really don't do like pretty much any research until uh, the NFL draft happens. Uh, maybe okay. this means I'm a little slow on the uptake on how uh, you know potential draft classes are shaping out and and things like that. But there's there's honestly just so much information that a lot of people consume uh, with Dynasty, where I'm just like, what's the point of that? Like, like what's the point of speculating on on all these things when? Uh, you, you know, know, like where they're drafted or anything, like, right? Like, does anybody remember uh, Dynasty or uh, Devi, uh, darling Seth Williams? The hype that he got, he went to Denver, he, he got mean, drafted he by Denver in like the fifth round, but he was getting hype as like you know, the deep sleeper, like that, that offseason. And then as soon as his landing spot happened, like you know, he was wiped off the face of the earth and nobody cared. Well, I mean, even our first offseason that we had here, uh, we had a lot of Hakeem Butler table knocking. He was he was a good fourth rounder. Uh, we had got uh, was it Calvin Harmon? Am I? I have already forgot his name. That that, uh, that the sixth round pick for the the Washington the Cardinals. At the time football team. I thought it was I thought it was well, the Cardinals. Yeah, Calvin Harmon. Oh, Kelvin. Oh, oh, for yeah, a different. Yeah, uh, yeah but those two. Yeah, they were for, both for like, I remember uh, doing a mock, like a mock draft before the draft, and taking uh, Kelvin Harmon second overall, and then he ended up going in the sixth round to Washington. I'm like, oh, never mind. Right. That's <laughs> what I mean. Like, how far out do we really need these mocks? Like, before there's landing spots or anything like that. Well, you especially know? since draft capital is basically like the end all, be all of how you should draft anyway nowadays, with how effective scouts are and everything. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun, though. It's, it it's is fun. fun. I mean, what else would we do? We, like, we, like, we, we did the um, we did the uh, mock in the poll draft, and I think Justin Ross got taken in like the second. No, I I drafted That's Justin Ross ranking. in the third. That's right, the third. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was the Bears. Uh, I was acting as them, and honestly, that might have still been a better pick than uh, um, um would you like Bayless to Jones. Oh, oh, you've turned oh, around on him. Look, come on. Come on, man. Nobody, people had to have known that I wasn't serious about Valus hey, Jones. He's a young man. He's still got time to develop. One. He, he might be the youngest person ever to collect AARP checks. He's going to be the only NFL player that actually retires at retirement age. That's what I, yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that, guy, that guy gets celebrated at 4th of July parades. <laughs> what happened to him? Did the Bears just not use him? I mean, uh, there's not. Coming? It's not that they're there's... not using him. It's that there's nothing to use. <laughs> oh, that's oh right. my god! Geriatric um, for them. Okay. Yeah, but but you know, like like I I I, I want to uh, <laughs> circle circle back for a moment here. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't think that these mock drafts are fun. I just think that like more and more people need to recognize that anything that we do until the NFL draft uh, happens with like these mocks is just as useful as the playground discussions between who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman, you know, who would win that fight? Yeah. Who would? I mean, is it 
I guess the deal is as long as you don't kill Goku, technically, you can always become stronger. Well, he... Uh, he... You would kill Goku, but he would just come back. You know, he would run along the the dragon. Yeah, he would just uh, the the path. I think Goku would. I think Goku would win though, like eventually. Superman is just too boring. You know, whereas Goku, like even when you like, yeah, when when you happy doofus that just wants to fight people. Yeah, you would like like Superman would like laser beam eye Goku. And then Goku would just take his hand and like reach behind his back and then close his eyes being like, gee, wasn't expecting you to be that strong. You know, <laughs> like he, you, you just had, he's got that dog in him at the very he's least. He's got, got that, that ape in him, you know, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the off season, but I, I think it's all for, I mean, the one thing I like about the whole off season stuff is just that it's you're free to just play around and imagine whatever you're going to imagine. I mean, it, uh, until he declares, I maintain seriously the belief that Bijan is going to not declare and say transfer to Colorado. Uh, and it's, until he does actually play for the draft, I'm technically not wrong. I mean, well, uh, it's 50-50 at this point, right? Like, he 50, does or he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's all, like, any... Any landing spot can be whatever it wants to be, just whatever order. You know, if you want Anthony Richardson to go, what? Go the first overall pick to the Texans, you can do it. <laughs> if, if you yeah, want, I'm going to start mocking that. First... I'm going to, I'm going to will that into existence. If, if you want the 2020, if you want this draft, just to be like last year's draft, except Kenny Pick is Tanner McKee, you can technically do it. Uh, you know, it's it's, it's all fun. Yeah. Um, Spencer Rattler goes in the first. There's still people saying that. I don't know if they've seen him play football, but like, wait, is this this is potentially a very dumb question? But I mean it. I do not yes. watch college football. Okay. Is Spencer okay. is Spencer Rattler like for sure coming out this year? I think he's out of eligibility, right? so he's got to at this Does, point, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't think he has more eligibility. Okay, so then yeah, he's he's coming out. I I could see uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know where I would mock Spencer Rattler going. Uh, second overall Go the... players, obviously. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah, we, we need to give Justin Fields a little uh little competition, you know? someone to push him because so that he can strive to be as good as Jared Goff. Right. As as much as Nathan Peterman is serving that role, I think that oh Spencer God. Rattler could potentially uh do that even more. Of course. Is Nathan Peterman possibly the greatest practice and practice squad quarterback to ever exist? He's just he's yeah, got that yes. he's got that grit. He's got all the intangibles. He's just a coach's guy. You can't teach that. Coach's guy. <laughs> Is he he's like the scout QB for like uh like like when they're just playing the most like he's a great scout. Yeah, if a team has to play Kirk Cousins, they look towards uh, Nathan Pierman to sort of replicate that. He's just good at being like a bad copy of other quarterbacks. Yeah. He's, he's just like, a, he's like Ditto. <laughs> um, I, I support that. Yeah. So what are you guys looking uh, forward to, I guess, with the remainder of the NFL season? Like, the regular season, anyway. Like, uh, you got anything that's really standing out to you? Any storylines here going forward? Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, let's see, we're in week, 
what week is this? 15? 15. We're going into week 15. So we got okay. four weeks left. Four weeks. Uh, I guess I'm looking forward to uh, four weeks in a row of Christian Watson scoring touchdowns and then all the nerds oh, saying, no. surely he can't do it again. Shut up, nerd. Yes, he can. It's unsustainable. Well, uh, they said that, too, about unlimited energy, and uh, we seemingly just cracked that, too. So, hmm. um, Actually? Do you, think that, do you think that's how the scientists learned to do that? It was just by watching Christian Watson highlights <laughs> on YouTube? Look, oh, I'm not well, saying that Christian Watson uh, was directly responsible for uh, perhaps the um, discovery of unlimited energy, but this didn't happen before he went off. So it's possible. You, you can't yeah. prove that it didn't happen. You can't. Yeah, it's not the reason. Uh, <sighs> I think that there's one. I mean, I like the Baker Mayfield. He has eight touchdowns too. on 17 catches. But I feel like there's just it's one feel-good one feel good storyline that I think everyone can get behind, except for maybe Eagles fans, because they're quaking in their boots to sort of have to face in the playoffs, and, and that's Brock Purdy. I agree. That is watching Brock He's pretty Purdy good. just blow Shut up, up. defenses <laughs> for another few weeks. <laughs> He's pretty good. How do I leave? How do I leave? <laughs> uh, there's a button at the bottom somewhere. Uh, no, uh, but I mean, he's just look. He, he's hitting deep shots. I, I, I don't care if there's arguments that it's not sustainable. I don't care if Tampa Bay is like a shadow of his former self. Well, he is. He's next on Brady, except he has an insane amount of weapons. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm kind of. I feel like Peterman should just go over to uh san francisco at this point there's just so many yet how much yak not. could one team need it, it would not nathan Pierman has like a unique kind of pass or sort of like magnets into a defender's hands that's <laughs> uh, true he sort of like the softest possible pass since what if he is just incredibly ionized and we've never figured this out <laughs> <laughs> and every time he touches a ball it just he's the most ionized <laughs> player in the league <laughs> Every time he touches a ball, it just immediately just magnets its way into defender's hands. What if he's cursed? How, how much would Trey Lance fans punch air if Brock Purdy ended up being the guy? It's gonna happen. I mean, we've warned Trey, people about Lance over and over at this point. Like, it's their own Trey fault. Lance like, Brock getting, Purdy is inevitable. He's getting Jordan loved, except except <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. It's Brock Purdy. And it's going to last forever because Brock Purdy's oh, like 23. Forever. Yeah, this is, uh, th this is a whole nother level. It, yeah. Brock Purdy is above Aaron Rodgers. Who says yeah. no? Yeah, I mean, statistically, on a per-game basis so far this year, you would be correct. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers does all those drugs. And he's not good. The only drug that Look, Brock Purdy needs is The only drug that Aaron Rodgers does is eating clay. True. Yeah. I did see a headline uh, when I was at work today um, that I chose not to actually click on the article and just uh, let the title run through my own headcanon. But mm -hmm. the, the, the quote was something like, Aaron Rodgers no longer fear, fears death. Okay. It, it, 
which is dramatic as hell. And well, I, I just have to assume that he is terminally ill. Well, no, no, no. That's actually really good for my uh, points per not fearing death league. Is Kirk Cousins like a superstar in that league, or is it like die I die? It's like him and Chad Kelly. Chad Kelly doesn't count points for the today. Canadian football oh my God. Well, Chad Kelly, he's like, is he is he not the MVP of the Canadian Football League right now? Is he? Uh, he, yeah, super- he, he he led the uh, the game winning drive in the Grey Cup. That's right. What a Chad thing uh, to do. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's uh, now the second greatest Mister Irrelevant of all time. Well, yeah, he did. He actually did the same thing that I believe uh, Jordan Lynch did. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, you know, Jordan go for Lynch, it. If you're a Mac fan, the name of Jordan you, Lynch carries a lot of weight. Right. Yeah. And if you're not a Mac fan, I hope that your soul faces watch, the mirror soon. Go watch some Mac games from Jordan Lynch's time at uh, NIU. He was. He was a. He was scary. Exactly. He was a good player. Uh, <laughs> he was a great player. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, what about Sweet Hell was Jordan Lynch? He was the he was a quarterback for uh, the Northern the, Illinois Huskies. The uh, the <laughs> Northern Illinois University. Um, yeah, he he was the quarterback uh, when they improbably went to the Orange Bowl, um, despite not being undefeated. And uh, we we definitely got you know we we lost yeah, we the Orange Bowl, but uh, you know what? Like I, I liked it because it made a lot of nerds mad, and that's one of my favorite uh, favorite pastimes, yeah, especially college football nerds. Bowl in twenty seventeen, that was a good. Yeah, time. exactly. Um, we had Corey Davis. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? Right. Uh, but but what about you, Burn? What are, what are you looking forward to the rest of the? I'm season. looking forward to, and I have very tempered expectations of this, but I'm looking at the schedule here, and, well, first and foremost, I want to get the little one out of the way. I want the Rams to lose every game 54-50, to 50, and just, I want Baker Mayfield to set the sky on fire, but they keep losing so that their draft pick is good. Um, no. But as uh, my boy Jesus here uh, is posting about a chimpanzee it looks like drinking a blue gatorade or kool-aid thing uh that was the lions logo yeah it's got the lions logo on it and that's because they play the jets the panthers the bears and the packers and i don't want to get ahead of myself here but those are four very winnable games for a team to go 10 and 7 are you talking playoffs and i'm not just talking playoffs this is a team with the second-best quarterback in the NFC currently that is just oh setting the sky on fire. And I'm not just saying winning a game in the playoffs. I'm saying going all the way, baby. The Kool-Aid man is back. Lions Super Bowl 2023. It's happening. We're doing it. This, 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 is is a, this actually is This is a pretty good thought experiment. This is, is the year. Jared... Is Jared Goff the second best NFC quarterback? Yeah, we're gonna get. We're, you know, we're gonna, that was a question that uh, was uh, asked earlier. Uh, I know it's in uh, pod questions here. I need to find it real quick because I want to give yeah, the appropriate yeah, credit to whoever asked it. Um, oh come on, you, you know who asked it? Well, I'm scanning because there's a lot of people. <laughs> there's only one person. 
<laughs> no, there's multiple people that would ask that question. There's only one person and you know it. Okay, yeah, it was Jesus. God damn it. <laughs> yes, outside of Jalen Hurts, is there an NFC quarterback playing better football than Jared Goff? The answer's no. I hate that. I hate it oh, so much. It's no. not true. Justin Fields. Well, when he's healthy, but nope. Justin Fields, like, he's getting sick and stuff. I was actually, that was my answer originally. It was Justin Fields. But now that I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, no. Okay, okay. If, if we're counting healthy quarterbacks, then, then yeah, Jared Goff is probably, <laughs> is he number two? What about Kirk Cousins? Come on. He, he has better stats than he has better he stats has than Kirk Cousins. Better. How, how much is that being kept afloat, though, from the opening month? No, I, I well, no, I'm this. saying I recently. Jared Goff this. is actually looking really well right now. I, I looked at the last four weeks. Goff is QB4 in yards, which is only behind Hurts in terms of NFC QBs. He's QB7 in touchdowns, which is only behind uh, Dak and uh, Hurts in terms of NFC stuff. He's got no picks. He's taking, a, he's taking so few sacks. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if you want to quibble, if you want to quibble and you want to look at like a Fields or someone else, he does not throw it. You know, he, he, he's throwing it short. But I'm he's like, throwing... yeah, the arguments you have like Gino. Gino's obviously played well. Um, Gino overall. has played well. Gino's played well. Um, Kirk played decently. Yeah. Kirk Dak, Cousins. Uh... Dak, Kelly, Like, I don't know what say. Tom Brady. <laughs> How bad is the NFC phone? Where we we yeah. just said Daniel Jones. I mean, has the NFC really fallen? I feel like the NFC is like this every year. It, it's just been propped up the last couple of years with Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I. It says more about the NFC than it does Jared Goff to me. But I mean, he's played well enough lately, and. Uh, Dude, I guess I guess he's just I mean, he's got to be up there. He has got to be one of the four best quarterbacks in the NFC the last 4 weeks anyway. Which upsets me. I mean, me. if we're if we're doubling the the rank that it could potentially be, then yeah, absolutely. I would say the only people I would say have an argument are Geno and Justin Fields right now. Other than Hurts obviously, cuz Hurts is probably going to win MVP at this point. But, I wouldn't want to uh, bet against that. Yeah. But it's like, man. And I'm looking, Jesus, obviously, he just posted the uh, four quarterbacks that the Lions are going to face going into the end of the season, and it's Mike White, Sam Darnold, Trevor Simeon, and Jordan Love. I mean, look, we got uh, <clears throat> we got Mike White. Uh, season two of The White Lotus was great. Um, <laughs> Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, I, he he's he's injected life into that Panthers team. Uh, Trevor Simeon, um, that that's not true, right? I mean, well, it could be <laughs> like I it's going to be Nathan Peterman or Justin oh. Fields. Um, and uh, you know, Jordan Love, uh, I, he looked pretty good in limited action. So I don't know. Is that is that really is that really? The, the, the flag you want to plant with Jared yeah, Goff? you're goddamn right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note, uh, 
I mean, if there's nothing you guys have to add, we can get into a uh, little bit of what we have going on behind the scenes uh, here in the server. Yeah, go for it. All right. So I mentioned it uh, probably six or seven episodes ago at this point, but uh, <laughs> it was a very ominous teaser. You, you gave no, you gave no breadcrumbs or anything like that. You just said like, I want you all to remember this, but eventually but, I'm gonna announce something. Yeah, uh, well, of course. Something. Like, I'm gonna announce a thing, and it's gonna be a thing that we're gonna do, and it's gonna be fun, and you have no idea what it is, and I'm not gonna tell you. But now I'm gonna and tell what, you. What are you about to do? We're putting together a league, uh, much like last year where we tried to put together one uh this year i don't have a newborn where i don't you know get distracted and also we will have hopefully more than 20 people sign up uh but i became a big fan of formula one this year i'll, I'll start with that uh it's a good time and in formula one you have people who are on teams but they still you know drive for their own personal positioning and I thought, well, what if we just did that with fantasy football? Uh, so what this league is going to be is we're going to have two teams, just two overall teams. Um, as people sign up, we will divvy everyone into, you know, team A or team B or whatever. And then we're going to do a multiple copy draft. And based on just your max points, as we go through the year, it'll be best ball, obviously, uh, you get positioned 1 to X. So if we have 25 people on a team, then it's 1 to 50. And based on how good you're doing compared to everyone else, you earn points. Um, so at the end of the year, if you're in first, you get 50 points, uh, 49 if you're in second, and so on and so forth. And whichever team has more wins, and they get to talk shit to the other side. To me, like, I wanted to make something that was big enough that could bring some camaraderie into the server. Uh, but also, you know, kind of get people talking a little bit of shit. Uh, and this is kind of my idea for it, you know? We're drafting the actual players. Like, the people who play the fantasy football. And then you can... Let's say I'm struggling. I don't have a wide receiver that's putting up my stats. Well, I could ask you, uh, DMUs. I'm like, hey, do you have an extra wide receiver that just, like, doesn't score for you? And I'll send you a running back to help your team. And so people can work with each other to bump their team up so that hopefully they can both go up in the rankings together to get more points for their side versus the other. Uh, so it's like a weird cooperative idea that I had. And so we're going to see if it works. Can you explain the uh, drafting the people who are playing fantasy part? Uh, what we'll probably end up doing is just throwing everyone's name in a hat and just splitting it up based on how many people signed up. So if we get you know, 20 people sign up, we'll just split it 10 and 10. If we get 50 people sign up, 25 and 25. Um, we could do a live draft, but I don't live draft of the... <laughs> the uh, A live draft no, of the people. No, you you, you, is it, is, yeah, it's a, it's a no live draft No one wants to be like, oh yeah, I was drafted 18th in, uh, on my side. <laughs> so everyone thinks I suck at fantasy football in the fantasy football server. Yeah, I mean, it's, whoever, it's a, it's a life draft. You, you know, whoever gets picked draft. last is gonna like be the yeah. the server punching bag. Yeah, no one wants. We don't want to make anyone like a Mister Irrelevant. We have enough punching bags. We don't need to make it worse. So this is true. So we, uh, yeah, I, I just thought it would be a neat concept to like how uh, the Scott Fishbowl, how they show your standings based on how many points you've scored throughout the year. If it's like, well, what if we just added some teams to that? So you can root cool. for your 
you get like if we're on a team together you know we can root for each other and try to help each other out and on the flip side uh i could see if me and down with fun here on the uh, opposite teams i could be like oh well you need a wide receiver and you can still make cross team trades and try to one-up each other while at the same time try to make cooperative trades to help both teams on your own side and at the end of the year, it's just whatever team happens to be at the top overall in the scoring wins. And we would, uh, as far as, we're not going to do a Bayern or anything like that. Um, we don't want to like exclude anybody because it's a community event. So what I would end up doing is uh, we would set like a role for one side versus the other. Like I'm on team A or team B. We'd probably name them because it's funnier that way. Um, and then if you win, well, for the next year, you would have a tag that says you're on the winning team or the losing team and whoever scores highest would get like a special tag saying that they're better than everyone else and so i, th on. I think i think the the number one uh overall uh player i guess um they should get at everyone privileges <laughs> no absolutely no. not not at all. No. I mean, why not? Not again. Are, are are you are you saying that you're scared of the that you're not going to get the number one spot? The last time someone at everyone, I'm pretty sure we lost like 40 members. Well, that's good. Oh, you, yeah, because those those members were really contributing a whole lot to the community. <laughs> hey, it's all about the numbers. Look, you got you got to take the ten people who finish the best, like the ten best individual players. And then that's new moderation team, and we all can just step down and retire and just let them deal with it. I kind of like that idea. It's, you know, obviously it's a meritocracy. Not, obviously, we're not going to do it, but, like, I like the idea. And uh, Jack likes the idea, even though I'm pretty sure he said that he likes that idea to something else two minutes ago. But <laughs> What is the NFT component for this? Uh... Yeah, everyone keeps talking about NFTs. I think it's because, was it Big Dog's got to eat to the... Yes, they did. They did. Yes, they did. Oh, the big crypto. big dogs got to eat. It's added to crypto right before crypto tanked. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, the logistics no one wants were NFTs, great, dude. And if you're listening to this yes, and you're into NFTs, like more power to you. But like, it's the currency I of the apologize. future. Apologize. It's it has not uh, it has not gone well for you. Yeah, I'm into, Duke I'm, I'm, yeah, Duke I'm into NFTs. Uh, Johnson. We should just make like 10 Duke NFTs and then you have to buy it if you want to Duke people. Man, oh, if we if we did that, we'd be rich. <laughs> He's rolling in it. I mean, well, well, like technically I would own the original Duke, which would mean I would I would own like the the 001, you know, because we're going to triple digits with these Dukes, baby. <laughs> oh no just get so, an nft and then we got duke coin and then it's oh. <laughs> man oh, where's my money where's my money did you send it yet yeah i sent it it's just taking forever because it's really slow and then you'll get it six <laughs> times yeah <laughs> i sent you a couple thousand dollars on ftx i'm not sure i understand that yet it's just the yeah the duke the the duke network is really uh how we get unlimited funds you know it takes forever to send but then it will appear six times you just multiply the whole market cap by six baby yeah. Look, that's how money gonna, works we're gonna all pull our money together we're gonna buy like ftx or like one of the uh now defaulted cryptocurrency websites or something and we're just gonna use it to sell duke johnson cryptocurrencies and nfts that's, that's just how it works it is. It just works. 
Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I have a, a list of like little details that we do have hashed out, but then you guys in the live chat, I'm actually going to kind of bounce some ideas off you because again, it's, this is a community event. And if you guys are the ones doing it, then we're going to have to know, you know, what you guys want to see out of it. So, um, we're going to have two overall teams. We're just going to split however many people sign up. Uh, I'm hoping to get 50 people to sign up. It'd be cool if we had a lot, but we'll get what we get. Um, it's obviously going to be best ball, uh, just because max points four is, you, you don't have to worry about some jerk off who drafted and then forgot about the league tanking your entire team's side chance. Um, there's no buy-in. Obviously we have custom rules, uh, for winners and losers and participants in general. Um, we will probably be going with MFL just because the bigger the league, you know, we have to have duplicates and stuff like that. Uh, I would imagine duplicates, if you will. We will probably have a duplicate for every 12 people that sign up. So that's well, somewhere around there anyway. Uh, I mean, if Sleeper comes up with duplicates and, like, you know, more in depth stuff, then maybe we'll use them. But as it stands today, it's probably going to be on MFL. Uh, and then the scoreboard, we're going to try to have a scoreboard, like an active one, at least like weekly that updates. So you can actually see what's going on and it's easier to talk smack, uh, that will require one of our more, you know, software, like coding savvy individuals to actually set that up. I, I can't do it. Uh, but I'll probably like strong arm solar or something into doing it and say, Hey, well you promised and he didn't, but I can make him, I can make people think he did. Um, and then, yeah, like, you're like, really giving like, away the whole plan right there. Yeah, basically, right? Yeah, that's that's how we normally do things. It's like I just ask one of you guys to do something, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. that was my idea. Um, gaslighting works. Absolutely. Uh, and then, yeah, first place gets n number of points, n being you know the total number of participants. Uh, and then second place gets n minus one, and so on and so forth. Uh, so like last place gets a point. Um, and then the team with the most accumulated points at the end of the season wins. And you only get points when the season ends. So it's not like you have a bad week and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I finished in like 37th this week. I get 10 points or whatever. It's like, no, it only counts at the end of the year. Um, and we would probably try to draft early summer. I don't know if it would be a fast draft or not uh, with as many people as there are probably going to be. We will probably have it on a timer with auto picks, which so, sucks. So really who gets sucks. to decide what, what players get drafted? What do you what do you mean? Like uh like like we're drafting <laughs> we're we're drafting like users, oh, right? Oh, oh, like you mean like what users get drafted and where? Yeah, like like who ultimately gets to decide that? I'll probably just assign everyone as they sign up. Like if you're the third person to sign up, I'll just assign you like random number 3 and I'll just pull numbers out of a hat kind of thing. Maybe I'll do it live. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's going to be random, or at least... Oh, okay, so it, it's not so much a draft as it is a lottery? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be that... like Because if we do a draft, I mean, obviously, you know, with the draft... Yeah, you, you can't be do a draft, draft or Yeah. With these yeah, savages sense. in the server, okay, but you really the, want someone the, to be the Mr. Mis Irrelevant? The Mr. Irrelevant, though, could have their own flair. I would think yeah. it, it almost as like a, point of a point of pride. Yeah, but I'm people guessing think that you're the a... worst on a server of two thousand plus people. You were the worst. Tell me that it like that, there's not there, there's plenty of opportunity there to to seize the moment. You know, 
I mean, yeah, people... but it depends on who you are too, and some people probably wouldn't like that. And I don't want to be. I don't want to put someone in a situation like that. You, you could be the Dynasty Movement's Chad Kelly or Kurt Benkert. Yeah. You know, Look, you could get a little roll. You get the, yeah, you you get the Chip Kelly in memoriam, two hundred fifty nine mistakes in front of me, flair. That it so works. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Don't twist my arm. It would be fun. It would be fun yeah. because I would be one of the people drafting. So I don't have to worry about being the worst because I just told everyone that Ew. I didn't make the playoffs in any of my leagues. So obviously I'd go last. But who, uh, who in, in this hypothetical, who gets drafted first overall if you're drafting people to play fantasy for you? No, I mean, who's signing up? I don't, like, look, 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 let's, let's imagine this fantasy world in which. No, I mean, everyone the, the, in the server totally signed up. Real like, who's who's the first overall up. pick in the server? Is what you're asking. Look, I, I don't, yeah. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I did you... tell everybody to 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 get all three Christians, and it's panned out. The Christianing did happen. The, it was, yes, it was a crusade, so to speak. Yeah, I, I don't want to say that I was in on Christian Watson before literally everybody else, but yeah. it was a third Christian, Christian McCaffrey. I hate oh, to say of it, course. and it's actually someone that I work with a lot. Like, I do a lot of trades and stuff with in a lot of my leagues, but it'd probably be Valentine. Val? Uh, oh, yeah. well, yeah. If, we're, if it's on a serious note, Val Val plays, like, sabermetrics, you know? He's he's he's, he's, he's just shameless. He's, it, it'd be like good. him and Jesus. They just, like, send out trades to everyone for anything. The difference being, like, Jesus is, like, okay with losing a trade, and Valentine will just send, like, a barrage of them until he wins. So yeah, I'd say Valentine's got the edge just because, like, he's vicious. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so we'd be looking at drafting early summer. That'd be that'd be the whole thing. Now, what I need input on because we have tossed around some other ideas. Um, obviously, right now it's internal. It's the dynasty movement, one side versus the other. Uh, I also did pitch this to some people at fantasy football chat as like an us versus them kind of thing mm -hmm. uh, I F fantasy football chat yet. is the other discord server right yeah it's they like are, the... they are much bigger than us but we're much better yeah. than them so like right obviously it would have to be even name. numbers anyway and because we'd probably have less signs because yeah. they have fifteen thousand people they have two thousand i'd just be like oh we got like 30 people find 30 people and then cut off the signups of that or something um, when do we become a redraft server so we can have fifteen so we can have fifteen hundred people? Do you want to deal with as soon that? as people decide no. they want to win the championship instead <laughs> of the that? draft? Once we find people that want to moderate fifteen thousand people, yeah. um, the other idea that we had was uh, just getting people to sign up and then just putting out public signups on Twitter or something like that, and it's TDM versus the world. Um, I'm personally I don't, I don't, leaning I... towards like an internal thing. I think it'd be a lot of fun to have like an us versus them kind of like a. You know, a little gang war in here. Yeah, I don't. I don't know I, if we have I, I see a, no enough way how poll. That could go wrong. I, I don't know if we have enough poll to to get just random people on Twitter. But you know, potentially with fantasy football chat, like there there might be something there. I think I think the only way we'd be able to get like uh, outside people on Twitter is if we just start doing some mad shit talking to to the Twitter personalities. No. Oh, you we know? could do it against the bean counter 
Look, I wasn't gonna name. I wasn't gonna name names, but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. You know, just start spamming there, be insufferable. You know, I mean, make sure that you fair, drop we, our we names. Didn't spam it. I mean, someone came in and started yeah. cherry picking comments. I mean, it's the whole thing. But look, I, I wasn't gonna say any names, but yeah, I find find the 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 Twitter personalities. You know, respond there. Make sure you drop the server name and a link. And, and, you know, be like, the movement sent me. You know, something ominous like that. I've been I love the that. Movement. The movement sent me. Movement. About an hour away from having a movement. That's, that's great. It's good Jesus. to Thank you for telling us that. <laughs> hey, yeah, what the yeah. hell is it? Welcome to the pod, uh, everybody. I mean, I think there's a difference. I mean, uh, I, mean I, I like all the FFC people. Like, yeah, uh, you know, so like Chip shares my affinity for uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I like them, so, like, I think that'd be yeah, good to just try to deal with them. Uh, I think that, I, I feel like, I feel like you have to make, like, a difference between whether or not when you talk about Twitter, you're talking about getting, like, people that we're sort of familiar with, that we sort of, like, interact well, I, with I would, on I would, Twitter. I would try to get people that, like, you know, either interact with us at least a little bit, or... Just advertise it as the next Scott Fishbowl. We, we have the same poll. Once Sam wins Scott Fishbowl... Yeah, then, we've got all know. our we've got all of our uh, fish in that barrel. Sam's got to yep. do it. We got all those all, all our fish in that bowl. Yeah. <laughs> right. So how, how, how do I exit out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, Tw Twitter, you you can get really wacky with it. You don't even have to respond to like fantasy football people. You know, yeah. you just uh, re respond to one of. You could just respond to one of Elon's like a uh, hundred daily insufferable tweets with a link to the movement, being like, hey, "Join this, shut yeah, up, we, enjoy we, this." Oh, you'd get okay, someone. We, we, we'd we, have we play fantasy with Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, play fantasy football with Elon Musk. Oh, dude, yeah. uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be here anymore. But people would show up. Uh, did you know that you can now uh, use your Tesla to play Steam games? Why? That's great. And also, you can join the Dynasty movement. <laughs> join the Dynasty movement mm -hmm. today. Look, so I'm we need, to, playing, we need like... to figure that out, though. Um, another yeah. point is scoring and like roster settings. Like, it's proper turn yards. Should we should we keep it like pretty normal? You know, like your half PPR, super flex, one tight end, one flex, whatever. You know, just some. I think we should keep it cute. Or should we like? We should keep it uh, around. We should keep defenses. it relatively. We should keep it relatively normal, but we should uh, make it so that there is a special multiplier for any player with uh, dual positioning. Um, so, for example, oh, you know, say, say you Driscoll. say you had Jeff Driscoll, <laughs> you know, Driscoll. And, and you started him, uh, his points would be multiplied given you know the the, the dual. So we're thinking like a position. point seven multiplier, right? Yeah. So, like, if you scored ten points, then you know you'd multiply it by point seven, and you'd only get seven points. Yes. You 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 get you get point five. You get like half a point per yard for quarterbacks playing outside the quarterback position. So Logan Thomas, like, uh, like Jeff Driscoll, Taysom Hill, doing like one mandatory slot for most positions, and then just flexing out the rest. That's probably the do best that. way to do it too. Anyway. A kicker super flex. <laughs> three kickers uh i mean i you know i mean i'm i think i've said before i think i said on the first episode actually but i am very biased towards going as flex heavy as possible 
Yeah. So I mean, why not? Somebody's been going to the gym. Realistically, yeah. what I'm going to yeah, end up doing boy. is making a uh, server channel and really hashing out some of those details. Um, so I'll let you guys all know. I'll, I'll put out an everyone ping or something when I make it so that everyone knows that it's there. Oh, so you get to do that even though you haven't won yet. Yeah. yeah. I'm a mod. I, get to, I can do it whenever I want. Burn gets to like go into the lab and sort of just design the one league where he will automatically win if he plays. Well, that's all I ever do. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 20 yeah, points also, per return yard. I also never make the playoffs. Okay, well. That's you can only course. go so this, far. This is the first year that I actually missed the playoffs in all my leagues, which, I mean, I'm only in four, which it's not that impressive anyway. But, yeah, I I don't know. This is I. Uh, I guess I just fully embraced the dynasty movement mentality at this point, and just sent everything for young players and picks. If you're winning, you're losing. Exactly. The the season just started for me. <laughs> yeah, the the regular season is the off season. I, I had a whole bit ready to go earlier when uh, I was talking about like how we start our off season, but I kind of got distracted. It's like I start my off season by watching week one of the NFL. Um. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, we, need, we need to figure out how to do scorekeeping. Like, I could do, like, a weekly Twitter post with, like, all the rankings or whatever. Uh, we I mean, have I'm... the dynastymovement.com, which is basically just empty right now. We bought it last Wait, year what? for the Invitational. Oh, yeah, but I forgot about that. Forgot about that. Yeah, so we, do own, we, own the, we own the domain. That's what we used it for, we're going to use it for. So we you should put something on there. That. Yeah, we should do something with it. I've always I, wanted to I, be I don't in a league. It. I don't have the keys to that car, so... I've always wanted to be in a league where uh, uh, maybe I've brought this up before on the pod, but a QB gets points for incompletions and interceptions um, and uh, negative points for completions and touchdowns. I've done that before. Um, but One then there, there's unbelievable. Right, right. But th there's also some bonus that you get for, like, them actually starting to, like, you know, actually incentivize. Basically, you're looking for the worst, the worst uh, starter who keeps starting his job. quarterback. So, you know, for example, like, uh, you know, um, I don't know. Who who would be, like, top of that this year? I was going to say, like, Marcus Mariota. May maybe Baker in, in Carolina? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have to linger <laughs> on this too long, though. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, Davis Mills. Yeah, Davis Mills, or or potentially Jeff Driscoll. No. 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 Oh. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'm the last option. Obviously, is we could just post the standings in like a locked thread here, because this is where we all are anyway. Uh, but that's kind of boring, right? Like who wants to do um, that? I'd want to have like a some sort of automatic updating thing anyway, but I don't know how to do that, so eh, we'll, eh. we'll see. Um, but I mean, if you guys have any other questions too, just throw it in live pod chat, and uh, we'll go through those, and uh, we'll we'll see if we can hit them while going through the community questions. We're onto the questions. Uh, I mean, uh, we we hit the questions. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say I'm sorry to Adam, but I did try to look up who's been like the worst starter so far. And it's Kenny Pickett. Oh, Adam, run. Uh, is anybody really surprised, though? 
No, he has not been good. Uh, Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, Maddie Staff, Ryan Tannehill. Hey, that's playoff bound, Ryan Tannehill to you. Uh, only played two games, but right now only averaging 11 points a game is Deshaun Watson. Hell yeah. I think a bigger Mayfield. Um, did you guys know that Jeff Driscoll wears the number six? Oh. Does that mean? Does that mean something? Okay. No, I just, I just wanted to bring it up. Oh, fair. All right, community questions here. Uh, first and foremost, we have a question from. I'm gonna say Yannick, but it's probably Janik because I'm American, uh, and he asks. Is JMO a dynasty wide receiver one from now on? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like, I like the I guy. Like... Don't get me wrong. I, I have him on a couple teams, but no. Well, you, you, cannot, you cannot name 12 wide receivers better than James Williams. I can't? <laughs> no. Not, not, not 12? I mean, no, like, no 12. I, I will name 12 wide receivers right now that I would rather have than Jamison Williams, uh, just to prove a point here. Please. Uh, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Old. A.J. Brown, Old. Amon Ross St. Yeah, Brown, C.D. Lamb, uh, Jalen Waddell. Uh, doesn't – Penguin doesn't count. Uh, D.K. Metcalf. Uh, Christian Watson. Christian Watson. I mean – Christian you say, Watson, don't say it. Right? Don't you dare say it. Christian uh, Watson. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Like Terry. Nah, not Terry McLaurin. No, I couldn't convince myself of that. Um, Chris Olave. I'm going to say his name's Olave. I don't know if I'm right or not, but it is. Uh, Solomon Oil. Yeah. yeah. No, he's not a wide receiver one. I like him a lot. He's not a wide receiver one. Come on. No, I know, I know, I know. I, I, I'm still a believer, but uh, no, in no way in hell is receiver one. Once he starts scoring, you know, 17, 18 points a game, then we'll talk about it. Like Christian Watson. Look, Christian Watson, look, Christian Watson and James Williams have technically scored a touchdown in all their games. It's not like that. I guess, I guess what, Christian Watson, like, what, a six touchdown streak? Uh, Jameson, Watson, or Jameson uh, Williams did not score a touchdown in his first game, but he also only played eight snaps. Yeah, yeah Christian Watson actually uh, didn't. Score in like his first like three or four games. Oh, that's right. Jameson Williams had a game before the touchdown game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, that doesn't target. count. He had a bad target, and that was about it. Yeah. It wasn't target. real. He did have a big block on a touchdown, though. Jamo did score on his first catch, though, for like forty-four yards or something like that, which is pretty cool. Um, Jesus. Do you like Me specifically. When was the last time I've been this excited and/or proud to be a Lions fan? Uh, and that would probably be 2014 when the Lions lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs on uh, dubious circumstances. Uh, otherwise, I mean, it's it's fun. They've been terrible for like the last five years, so there hasn't really been a whole lot of excitement. So I'd guess, yeah, it's probably been, you know, five or six years. Um, Jesus now asks you, down with fun, otherwise known as a blob of purple crosses, has the play of Brock Purdy given you any pause about how good Jimmy G actually is on his own? No. That's my pause right there. <laughs> I didn't even think about the answer 
I just wanted to wait for dramatic effect. No, Brock Purdy has, has played very well, but, you know, let's be honest. If Jimmy G was playing, um, the the Bucks, what do they lose by, like 30 points? Oh, yeah, they Jim, smoked them. Jimmy G plays, they win by at least 40, you know? Jimmy Jimmy G just unlocks that offense in a way that no other quarterback really can, because when he's been healthy, they've either gone to the Super Bowl or the conference championship. And you know, I think Brock Purdy is is a great quarterback. You know, this is no slander against Brock Purdy. He is a Purdy man, but he's not a beautiful man. The same way yeah, that Jimmy G is. Yeah. Like I have a, I have Jimmy in a uh, points per great jawline league, and he kills it. Do 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 you think that Tom Brady has had all that really not great looking cheekbone and sort of like facial plastic surgery to try to look like Jimmy G because he's jealous? I absolutely ever, think so. Ever since they were teammates, I mean, he he just had to be seething. Yeah, Jimmy G is to Tom Brady as uh, Nick Foles is to Carson Wentz. So thank Al you for the us. thank you for the pity chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Al asks, uh, Garrett Wilson or Tyreek Hill? I, I thought about this. It, it's 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 Garrett Wilson. The answer has to be Garrett Wilson. Yeah, uh, unless, mean... unless you're competing. I, I, I looked all this shit. Uh, I mean, I think part of it also is for me at least. Ty, I mean, you know, I, Tyreek will obviously prove me wrong and look great, but he's twenty eight. He'll be twenty nine pretty soon. Uh, and speed-based guys, you know, I mean, that tends to fall off a bit quicker. But, look, I, mean, I looked at Gary Wilson a lot. He was wide receiver 17. But this is a guy who is, like, you know, this is someone that we can recognize as, like, an alpha-level wide receiver. And it's, like, his team's wide receiver one. He looks fantastic. He's almost impossible to cover. Uh, and he's not being used a ton. He's not being used, but when you th- when you think about like elite wide receiver one usage in terms of air yards and team target share, he- he's not really getting that on the Jets. And with how well he's performing right now, you know, you mean you you give him an actual quarterback, he could be scary. He could be scary. I mean, like he's only what he, he- he's representing. I had a look. Really, uh, he's 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 representing. He's got twenty six percent of the Jets' air yards on the season. He's only got 22, 23% target share. Uh, and which, I mean, that, that's pretty that's low good. for like a elite level wide receiver one. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think, I feel like if, if, I feel like if we can look at what he's done so far and we can sort of say, this is like a clear future wide receiver one. someone that's going to be so like him and Olave at least, are just going to sort of be like these quintessential top, 10 top 12 guys. And Christian Watson. Yeah, and Christian Watson. Uh, then I, I, feel, I feel like we can sort of look at like a comparison between him and Hill and sort of just say is that I don't know if Wilson can really go down unless, he, unless like without injury. Well, I agree with you too. Just in a far more simpler way of saying it is you're looking at guys who obviously Tyreek's scoring at a ridiculous clip. He scored 100 more points this year than uh, Garrett Wilson already despite Wilson being a middle wide receiver too. But unless you're trying to win it like this year specifically, I mean, you're getting a guy that's six and a half years younger that is also going to be elite. I don't really see much of an argument to take Tyreek over Garrett Wilson at this point. 
Yeah, I, mean, I I might go in the other direction and take Tyreek. <laughs> like I, this is how trades happen. Yeah. For for real, like I don't know. I I think like I I don't think this question is specific enough. Um, not that it's a bad question though. Like you know, I I think there's a lot of interesting discourse to be had. But like honestly, like uh, Garrett Wilson is a fantastic young piece for sure. Like. You know, if you have him right now, you got to be extremely happy because you basically got the the wide receiver one of the draft. At what what was he going at? Like, was he the wide receiver like four off the board? Usually, uh, I want to say yeah, uh, no, three, four. Three. Yeah, yeah. Either way, like you got him. You got he was him going roughly around the fifth overall pick. Yeah, you you got him at a, at a steal. You know, in what was seen as a down class, and now he. He might be like the number one uh, wide receiver here until you know twenty twenty four. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. but with Tyreek, like uh, if you have Tyreek on your team, like you, you're winning. He, a lot he of is games. He, he is almost game breaking in how unfair he is. I don't want to say that he's quite at like Travis Kelsey levels of like game breaking because I don't think anybody can be. But like, if you have Tyreek, you have an extremely strong chance of winning your championship. And at the end of the day, like you know, isn't that what it's all about? Like, I, I, I don't. What? This is what I'm saying. You know, like I live like, to win the draft. Like, I need, I need, like a, a, I need more information based on who I would take. But like, straight up, like if you're a contender and you had Garrett Wilson and you traded him for Tyreek, like, absolutely, that that's like a smash. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I mean, if you're championship, if you're like reasonably championship chasing, then I feel like you can easily make the argument. But I think, but like outside of that, just for like a like. I was like your average team. I, I just, I, I think that's probably more. Like, I, like if you're like an average team, I'm not sure that you're taking Hill. It did sort of push you into like a contender. If that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like Tyreek would push you to be like a, a very strong contender, though. If you're an average team, and that's fair. You know, you drafted Garrett Wilson, like. You you probably finished in the middle of the pack unless you traded for whoever's first that was. And you know, if you traded Garrett Wilson straight up for Tyreek, like I would have to imagine that that would <laughs> vault you up, you know, your your interleague rankings very, very quickly. Sure. Um So I, I don't know. Like like, you know, we kind of talk all the time in hypotheticals, like if you're a fan of like any sports league, like, you know, would you would you have your team suck for a decade? Just be absolutely abysmal if it meant you got a championship? And like almost every single time people say yes, but when they turn around and, you know, they look at their own dynasty teams, they they, they don't want to do it, you know? Everyone always wants to win the draft and I just think getting getting a player like Tyreek like in his prime during like a historic season, like I don't know. Like, I I think that's potentially worth giving up, like a, a you know a perennial stud, like future stud for for now. You win a championship. Who cares about what you got left? Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. If you if you, you, right? you, you choose the, the chance so. to win, yeah, then I, I do want to point out, not to go back to a previous question. It's an all chips in kind of move to me. 
Right. Yeah. I do want to point out that, as Jesus said, uh, JMO was, in fact, faster than Tyreek this last week. And if that does not make Jameson Williams a top 12 wide receiver, then I, I don't know what does. <laughs> Speed kills. Now we're actually uh, running Jones. out of time here. So I know we have a lot oh. of questions here, but we're probably going to have to push them off to next week. I'm going to end it with one last one here from Alb because I actually just really like it. Um, and it's which wide receiver two or three do you think has the best chance of making the jump to wide receiver one next season, either through skill skill improvement, positive regression, or an improvement in quarterback play, coaching, offensive environment, etc. Um, think like Christian Kirk this year. Um, so, well, so I do think that there's a guy who no one talks about. No, I don't know. I don't even know if anyone here has heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, you know, plays on an abysmal offense. He's looking, he's going to get a new head coach. He's going to get a new wide receiver. I mean, he's going to get a new quarterback. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, no, you know, he's going to go to the stratosphere. He's going to go to the You know, I mean, again, I, I just, I, I can't believe that in the history of the server, we, we haven't really been talking about Michael Pittman. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you were going to say Jeff Driscoll. I'd or like just go, or DJ Moore, yeah, or DJ Moore. Oh God, yeah, D, yeah, DJ Moore, like, no, you know, the, take a uh, shot. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, outside of joking, I, I, I looked up and down, sort of like look at all the wide receivers, wide receiver threes. I just I don't know if there is someone that you can really pinpoint as a Kirk, just because. I mean, there'd have the, to be a free agent move to be the, the, specifically the, Kirk, but. Yeah, but I mean, like the only two free agents that are worth a damn that we're looking at are Juju and Jacoby. I'm not really sure either of those we can really say is going to go to a different team and produce like Kirk did. But I, then... I feel like both of them are kind of locked into their tiers for right. the rest of their careers. And so then past those guys, I mean, you're really you're stuck. I think you really are stuck with either looking at some of the guys that we've already had this discussion in years past, the Pittmans, the Moors. Or we're talking about the obvious guys that you're just not going to get for like yeah. a discount. Your uh, London's, your Wilson's, Olaf, it, it, the entire uh, twenty like twenty two wide receiver rookie class. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was kind of thinking along the same lines. Where like I I don't know if there's necessarily somebody who's making that team jump, um, but I think that there's definitely. Like the the rookies that we're seeing this year, I think have, you know, it's just a ridiculous class. It, it's a ridiculous class, and I think like what makes you know we we've already really beat the dead horse on uh, how good this class has been, but you know I'll do it one more time. the The fact that these guys are doing what they're doing with a lot of them having, um, fantasy speaking, terrible situations. Mm-hmm. It just makes it all the more impressive, you know. Drake London doing what he did at the beginning of the year, like yeah, he's kind of faded out. Um, the Burks, uh, you know, he's looking good, but that Titans offense is just a black <laughs> hole uh, for receiving. It's got Shigs. Um, yeah, Chigs. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got you got Shigs, you know. Um, uh, you like. Yeah, I I think that if somebody were to make it, it's just from like their own personal team's growth. Uh, you know, maybe <laughs> I'll throw a bone here. Maybe Russell Wilson bounces back and Cortland Sutton is a top twelve receiver too. Oh. But <laughs> uh, no. but 
it's it's probably not gonna happen. I think it's one of the rookies this year for sure. I I mean I wanted to stay away from the rookies because I mean they're the obvious pick. Rookies just get better. Um, one I was looking at was Brandon Ayuk, but I just I was th- too, I was there's too many mouths to feed is my issue. Yeah, I like yeah, that's all about it. I was thinking Ayuk, um, but like the the Niners just have such like a question mark at at quarterback, and like I don't really know if that team's current makeup or trajectory like really leaves room for like an absolute dominant receiver, you know? Yeah, and that's the one that I'm gonna name actually has been a wide receiver one over the last couple of years uh, up until this year, but it's actually Deontay Johnson. Uh, the passing offense in Pittsburgh has just been horrific. It's bad. I I don't I don't trust I, I, I don't really trust the Steelers to to get it together next year though. They've kind of played themselves with out what of his contract is where he has twenty seven million dollars due next year. I believe. I wouldn't be totally surprised if he becomes a cap casualty. Deontay Johnson. Uh, yeah, or if there's a team that just happens to trade like a lower pick to take his contract. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- that is true. The Steelers could like the Steelers. I they, just, I just feel they, like uh, they could go game. full rebuild. You know, I mean, they should. They they should because they, they like right now they're they right now they're right. their coaching is their sure. their coaching is like. Uh, they're they're kind of like the post Brady Patriots, you know, where the coaching is really good outside of Matt Canada. Um, the coaching is really good, but like honestly, like in the sober light of day, that roster is not yeah. very good. <laughs> At least you have an alpha in uh, Calvin Austin, but yeah, outside that, it's not <laughs> right. Yeah, Calvin okay. Calvin Austin might Calvin make Austin. the leap. I'm so excited for him, but. I, mean, I, I like the I like the, I like the idea of Deontay. Uh, uh, you know, like he can like go out like he, he can get. We've seen like him Jameis, be a dominant player. Like Jameis got LASIK and was really good after LASIK. I mean, Deontay could get like hand surgery or something. Well, you just get stickier gloves. Yeah, you just could get like stick them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the Odell Beckham Jr. method. <laughs> <laughs> that catches a sham, and I I will repeat that till my dying breath. <laughs> but yeah i think deontay obviously dj Moore is in a horrible situation but i think he just kind of loves being in bad situations at this point um yeah the, the, the dj so we, we yeah we need to stop pretending that this that that dj Moore is going to take that leap which I'm, naturally I'm means waiting. that he will but dj no, Moore is no. going to end up getting like lamar jackson's going to go there or something and he's going to no. finally have a good quarterback and we're just going to find out that dj Moore just Scores four touchdowns a year. Man, if if Lamar Jackson leaves to go to the Panthers, I need you to direct message me because you should know that I won't be doing well. (laughs) Hilarious. I I love that team. I would like to point something out just to end the show here. Um, In 2018, his rookie year, DJ Moore had two touchdowns. Since then, he has had four receiving touchdowns every year, and he currently has four touchdowns. So he's tapped out for the year. Yeah, basically, if you're starting him right now, uh, good luck. Damn. Because the meme, the dream is not a meme. It's it's just, it keeps going. Yeah, you, you know who actually has uh, more than four touchdowns in the year? 
a lot of people. Uh, Christian Watson. Oh, you got, I thought oh, you were going to say okay. Jeff Driscoll. Yeah. No, no, Jeff, Jeff that's going to be after this week. Okay. Yeah. But with that, uh, if we go any longer, Pete will die. So in the in the whole hope that we keep Pete alive, we are going to call that a wrap for the day, everyone. Uh, we uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate everyone uh, stopping by, as is usual. Yeah, thanks um, for uh, joining us, DMUs. Yeah, yeah thank you for being new oh, today, DMUs. Always fun. Always fun to talk. Absolutely. Uh, Good. And, uh, yeah. We'll catch you all next week. <laughs>